Hello, welcome back to Back in My Play. This is a Gaiden episode where we're going to be taking a trip to Japan virtually with Skype, and actually literally with Skype, to talk to one of my friends out in Japan, Natsume, Natsumi Umezawa, who uh, has done lots of uh, crazy trips with me to Akihabara to buy used games and... Uh, <laughs> She is going to be helping us to talk about this virtual tour and to be going through some cool phrases that you can use in case you go to Japan. This is going to be like your guide to game shopping. So, uh, Natsumi, thank you for talking on Skype with me today. Hi. <laughs> thank you. So I'm so excited. Yeah, this is going to be awesome because uh, we're, this is our first big test of seeing how Skype is going to really work uh, going over to Japan. and Yeah. Uh, it seems sounds pretty good so far, so I think we're going to be good to go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first off, uh, if you if you've ever followed like back in my play on Twitter or myself, um, if you ever see me like shopping in Japan, it's usually with Natsumi, who uh, is uh, very kind and willing to ask questions <laughs> to shop owners for me and um, and <laughs> help. Give me another set of eyes to track stuff down. So uh, we have lots of cool stories to to get into. Uh, before we do that, though, I uh, just want to go through a couple quick news items. First off, uh, by the time that this is out, we're going to have a Patreon page up for Back in My Play. And uh, you can watch the video up there to kind of get an idea of, of what it's all about, just so I don't have to talk about it too, too much here. But it's patreon.com slash back in my play and uh what i'm really trying to do is grow back in my play and back in my play.com if you've been on there uh, i've seen that i've been doing videos uh along with a bunch of reviews and stuff like that so uh what i'm trying to do is turn this uh into a bigger project that i can spend more time on and in doing so if if you enjoy the content uh, what i'm going to be doing is asking for a contribution for your support to back in my play to do really cool stuff. Like one of the things that I'm planning is another trip out to Japan and I would love to be able to film some stuff out there, uh, do some more interviews out there in person and uh, just get some more great content for the uh, the website and for the podcast. So uh, go to backinmyplay.com. You'll see some info on there or just go to patreon.com slash backinmyplay. And uh, really, you know, based on our audience, we don't have a gigantic audience, but I'm hoping you guys are a dedicated audience and are willing to help support the podcast and the website to cover costs. It's been a little bit... Uh, actually, it's been almost like a year. It's been a year and about two or three months now. So there's a pretty good sample size of what the podcast is all about, what the website is all about. And um, hopefully you think it's a high quality product that is worth supporting. And if you do have any questions, just hit me up at Kevin at backinmyplay.com or hit me up on Twitter or anything like that. I'd be happy to answer any questions about that. Uh, but that is, again, patreon.com slash backinmyplay. Another thing, uh, I was listening to an old 8-4 podcast uh, a couple days ago, and there was a really great episode with uh, Greg Tavares 
who uh, is like an incredible game developer who's worked on tons of stuff, uh, including one of my favorite games, Mick Kid. So uh, I've got in contact with him and he's going to be coming on the show to, to talk about some stuff, whether it be uh, focusing on a game or we focus just kind of like on his history and things like that. But uh, I am like, this is kind of the, the stuff along with doing game specific episodes. I love doing these like guide end episodes or these interviews and things like that to give you guys like an interesting, you know, twist on, you know, retro gaming or, you know, gaming pass and stuff like that. So, uh, that will be coming up. And, uh, so yeah, that, that, I mean, that's it for what I'm going to get out of the way right now, but we're going to be talking about, uh, a virtual tour of Akihabara. We're going to actually like get off at the JR station and we're going to step outside and we're going to start walking and we're going to give you a virtual map, including a real map that's going to be in the show notes at the website of the shops to check out what is good to buy there and uh, some uh, Japanese phrases that you can use to help uh, you know, make the buying process a little bit better. So uh, stick around. We got some old video game music you can listen to right now. We'll be right back. So you go to Akihabara and one of the main, this is my favorite train station. It's the JR line. The Yam, I think it's the Yamanote line. That Yeah, Yamanote, Yamanote and Kehintohoku. Perfect. JL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a beautiful line. They got great trains. There's awesome Nintendo ads in the, in the train cars and things like that. New Super Mario Brothers. It's like still New Super Mario Brothers after the three years I've been going there. But um, you get off at that train station and there's going to be really two exits. One side is going to like you're going to see a big AKB 48 restaurant on one side, <laughs> which is, you know, you can go there. Um, but what you really want to do is go to the opposite exit. And when you step out there, you're going to see a really big sign for club Sega. It's a big red sign with like your UFO catchers. And there's a bunch of arcade games, like fighting games in there. Um, but we're not even going to go there first. So let me, I'm going to pull up my, my beautiful virtual map right now, because our first destination on this trip is going to be book off. And, um, it's it's not just Akihabara. There's book offs all over the place, right? Yeah, all over Japan. So you can you know you can just keep that as like a bookmark. Literally, sorry for the pun mm-hmm. of um, you know things that you're gonna uh, stores that you're gonna look for. Book offs sell used books, okay. CDs, and DVDs and stuff. So uh, lots of cool stuff. So uh, when we see that Club Sega, uh, what you're gonna do is you're actually gonna go straight and be on the left side of that club Sega, you're going to take another left and you're going to be on this kind of main street. You're going to see this huge sign with this guy holding his arms out with a big grin. 
that's going to be on the right side of the street. And you're going to keep walking straight until you see a big store called Book Off on your left. And yeah. uh, this blue is blue and yellow thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a blue and yellow sign. And you'll see that there's usually lots of traffic going in there because, like, this is kind of the way it is in Japan. Like, they used CD and DVD market is big out there, right? Mm hmm. So, like, for you, do you do you buy like lots of used DVDs to people your age and you being, what are you, 22? 21? 20. You're 20. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't think you've aged since I first met you out there. But um, yeah. so, do, do people your age still even buy like DVDs or anything like that? Yeah, I think the comics. Oh, yeah. Buy to secondhand comics a lot there. Yeah, I guess that is still that's one of the differences between the U.S. and uh, in Japan. But uh, if you're into anime or um, or anything like that, this is going to be a good stop for you too. Um, in Book Off, you're going to stay on the first floor. As soon as you go into that store, on the left hand side, across from the registers, is going to be a huge wall of video game accessories. And uh, right off the bat, this is where you can make a huge home run. Uh, like I found Game Boy Pockets in there for $5, Game Boy Advance consoles for $5, like 500 yen. And uh, like anything from AV cables to power cables, charging uh, cables for your DS, um, controllers like N64, GameCube controllers, uh, anything like that. You'll find that up on that wall. Um, a little bit farther in, you're going to actually see a huge bin of what is like the junk bin. Is that what it's like called, the junk bin? I don't think so. Kago, I think we call it Kago. Does, does that have like a direct translation? Ah, uh, like basket. Oh, just like basket. Okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah, this is uh, this is where you'll see a bunch of carts, like uh, Super Famicom and Famicom, and uh, you'll find Mega Drive and uh, even CD games like PlayStation and Sega Saturn stuff like that. You're going to find if you find something in there that's good, it's going to be really cheap and it might not be in great shape. But uh, the last time that you went to book off, Natsumi, you saw like they were getting rid of a lot of stuff like they stopped really uh, selling yeah. a lot of the uh, I guess like the, the older video games there. Yeah. And I found a lot of like what was uh, Oh, you found Sega Saturn games. Yeah, Sega Saturn. But there was there was much less like uh, Super Famicom and Famicom. It seems like uh, they were trying to reorganize or you know use yeah. that space for something else. But um, still, plenty of like old GameCube and uh, like even N sixty four and Game Boy Advance is still huge. Like there's tons of Game Boy Advance stuff. Um, but that is usually a little bit pricier, at least a little bit out of my price range. Um, but that's going to be your one stop. Like if you go to that little bin, you're going to see um, a bunch of stuff in there. And even uh, the last time uh, Natsumi was there and she was looking for stuff for me, I, I totally miss it in the pictures that she sent me. But there was a stack of about 20 copies of Biohazard or Resident Evil 1 for uh, the PlayStation 1 brand new uh, for for $1.00 like a hundred yen. Um, so this is the kind of crazy stuff that you can stumble upon in a store like that. 
and then there's also like another corner, what, like one of the corners of the store where there's a bunch of hardware stuff. But it seemed like uh, we were kind of looking for that last time too, and it didn't seem like that stuff was there anymore either. Yeah, no. It's a bummer. I couldn't find it. Maybe they, they just moved stuff around or it could have been just like they were out of hardware. But that's where they'll put like your fighting sticks. Like I found a um, Dreamcast fighting stick for $5, like in perfect shape. Um, actually, no, it was two, 250 yen, so like $2.50. Um, but that's, that, that's pretty much it for book off. Um, so what we'll do is like let's rewind and let's go back in front of that Club Sega. Um, cause you might as well, you might as well go in there and play the, the UFO catchers and maybe get, uh, something crazy. Do you go to the UFO catchers a lot? Is that something that, that you're still interested in doing, like going into the club Segas and stuff like that? Mm, not really, but because only because I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're pretty popular. They're still pretty, uh, yes. They're still pretty popular these days. The goods inside are really cute. Yeah, they have. If you think about in in the United States, like we have crane games like that sometimes, uh, where it will be like junk, like there'll be nothing good in it. But in Japan, there's like amazing stuff in these machines uh, that you can that you can potentially win. But it's a dollar per try. A, and you got Kirby. I did get a. I have a Kirby. <laughs> Uh, that's in my apartment that is uh, and it's actually really easy to grab because of the the size and the shape of Kirby it's nice and (laughs) and round but uh, it's actually battery powered you put I think it's like three or four double a batteries in it and uh, it rolls around and shakes around on the ground and my dog loves planning with it so um, you can you can check those out next time you're out there Um, but now we're we're at Club Sega and uh, from there, what we're going to do is we're going to, um, if Club Sega is in the front of us, we're actually going to take a right. And to be honest, like if you really just look for the main strip of Akihabara, like this is what you're looking for. I think it's it's uh, uh, Chuyo uh, Street, um, which is the, the street that you're going to want to look for. But when you get to that, you're going to see, I believe it or not, another Club Sega in front of you. Um, which is going to be across the street. And that is what you're going to go towards. You want to go to, towards that Club Sega and then stay to the left of it. So it will be on your right as you walk down this side street, which you'll be able to see where it is because it's going to be full of maids and people handing out you know, things and saying, uh, saying things like uh, Ohio and, and all this stuff whenever you're over there. So... Um, We'll go down there, and then what we're going to do is we're going to look for the chief. We're going to look for, I think he's, what is he, the, the colonel at KFC. Ah. And let's, let's stop for a second, because KFC is very popular in Japan. Yes. You, have you ever gotten, I know I've heard stories that people actually line up and get KFC for Christmas. Has your family yeah. ever done this? Yeah. Are, Every you, year. are you serious? <laughs> yes. I'm afraid, so... Do you like it? Mm-hmm. And mom doesn't have to cook. That's true. <laughs> That's, I mean, that is just one of those crazy things about Japan that you would never think to do in America is going to KFC for a Christmas dinner. <laughs> it's, uh, 
we've had conversations, Natsumi and myself, about the, the weird things about Japan, but some of the weird things about Japan also make it really cool. Um, so we're going to look for the colonel, and you're going to see him. He's actually, like, there's a statue of him outside. So uh, when you see the KFC, which will now be on your left, it's at a corner of these side streets. Once the KFC is on your left, you're going to take a direct right, and you're going to walk down one block. Um, and this is going to be tough to see, so you need to make sure you're looking up and to the right, and there you're going to see a sign for a super potato. And uh, this is the... This is the shop. Like, this is the shop. If you don't care about prices, you just want selection. Um, Super Potato is full of every every console. It has every game. It has all the best games for the consoles. It's like the games that you're going to want to own for every console, they will have them. They'll have every Rockman game. They'll have every Mario game. They'll have everything. So um, once you see the sign for Super Potato, you'll walk in and you'll go up two flights of stairs and then you'll be in this amazing store that is super jam-packed. And uh, this is maybe one time, Natsumi, where we can take a step back and talk about some phrases that you can use in Japanese. The big one being uh, simasen or sumimasen. Ah, uh, yeah. And, uh, yes. and that, that's okay to use for like, for like almost anything that you get in someone's way, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything so so what when would you use it would you use it for just like when you, you bump into people and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i think yeah excuse as an excuse maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i think you can use that for sorry mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so uh another th- trick i think you told me about was um Actually, it might have been my bu- uh, buddy now, uh, Sakata, out there too, who uh, said if you kind of just like put your hand up, like almost like bow down and put your hand up, that's like another like a sorry thing, like uh, mm-hmm. something like that. But um, anyways, you're going to need that because if you go into Super Potato and you are anything bigger than like a normal sized human, um, or actually, I shouldn't even say normal sized human. I'd say like as someone who's six feet tall and like 190 pounds, like that is a tight place to get through with a backpack on. Um, and if you go in a day where it's like Sunday and it's packed, be prepared to get like literally stuck in there because it's going to be so busy. Um, well, that's another question I had for you. Like, what are, what are like the worst days to go shopping? What are the busiest days for for shopping in Japan? I think weekend. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... weekend. Yeah. So it's because no... I went to the Akihabara on weekday, but it's not. It was not that busy at all. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 always like oh yeah, and that's right. They they actually like closed the street off on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some I don't know if every Sunday, but what's that? I don't know if it's every Sunday they do, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. So they'll they'll like sometimes I guess they will like literally close off the main street so people can just walk through the streets and not have to worry about traffic. Um, but that is so. Anyways, you go into Super Potato, and the the first main floor of that is going to be your Super Famicom. It's going to be all eighties and 
really early 90s stuff. And then there's one more floor of mid 90s to like up to 2000 with your PlayStation 2 and Xbox One stuff. Um, And then on the third floor of Super Potato is uh, an arcade that is not super well kept. Um, There's some some good machines up there uh, that they cycle games through. And then there's also some cheap candy and a, uh, a version of Solid Snake um that you can get your pictures taken with but super potato is like your last resort like i would go to that place last or maybe look in there but just keep in mind what the prices are and then go elsewhere because uh you're probably almost always going to find better prices somewhere else um and i like even last time natsumi went to i had her check out some shops while she was in uh, Akihabara and I said don't even go to Super Potato it's not even worth it like it's 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 always busy and like I don't know uh, and this is another thing uh, I guess you it's really frowned upon to take pictures at all so you probably shouldn't try to take pictures of stuff is that, is that pretty is that pretty normal for like stores like people getting mad at you for taking pictures I didn't think so and I was surprised the Staffs, well, staffs called me when I was taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Natsumi went into uh, well, actually, yeah, well, that's pretty much it for Super Potato. So, we're going to close shop on that, and we might come back to that. But uh, they have tons of hardware. They have, they'll have all the consoles that you need. But I would only go there as a last resort because you're always going to be paying like a good twenty percent more for stuff uh, at Super Potato for the convenience to go there. Um, so we're going to leave Super Potato and we're going to go back onto the main strip of the street. And it's impossible to miss. Like it is four cars wide. It is uh, or at least six cars wide. Um, it's a really wide street. And uh, we're going to be starting to walk away from the train station and away from where we were at Super Potato. And uh, we might as well stop for a bite to eat because uh, there's a great, amazing restaurant there that uh, there's actually, there there's two of them. Uh, they moved one of the locations, but uh, Go Go Curry, Natsumi. <laughs> it's amazing, right? Yes, it is. And it's, I uh, love it. So, so curry, like Japanese curry, is super popular. Um, I mean, it has its own kind of uh, sub uh, classification, but um, of all the curry places you've tried, Go Go Curry is the best, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, just, I just gotta check. Uh, sorry, this is always this is always uh, a little bit weird as we're virtually eating at Go Go Curry, but you have to, you know, you have to eat some food. But uh, watch out if it's around noontime, that place is going to be packed. You're not going to be able to get a seat, let alone a seat for two. Um, so you might want to just have a snack. And then go to Go Go Curry like at two or three o'clock when it's a little bit quieter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really recommend it. It's awesome. Uh, so uh, we're going to stay on the left side of the street if we're go- walking away from the train station, and we're going to be going uh, quite a ways down until you see this store on your left, which is going to be on the side of the street that you're on, called Trader, uh, and. From there, you're going to go up to the second floor. Don't go down. Don't go to the fourth floor. Don't go to the fourth floor because there is nothing but porn. Uh, (laughs) Stay away from the fourth floor. Go to the third floor. That's where the old video games are. 
And uh, they also have like a junk bin or a basket, uh, which last time, uh, again, Natsumi was out there uh, maybe about a month ago now, and they had almost nothing uh, in the, the junk bin, which would normally have like Super Mario Brothers for like 100 yen uh, and things like that. So uh, this store has, is great for hardware. This might be the best store all-around store that is uh, in Akihabara because they're going to have tons of hardware. They're going to have tons of consoles all the way to the PC Engine and Super Famicom, Sega CDs, Dreamcast. Like, they were stacked all over the place. Um, and you're going to find all that stuff on that second floor. Uh, along with that, you're going to be able to uh, find incredibly neatly organized alpha, uh, by uh, – it's going to be alphabetized uh, for all your games and all your consoles – so if you're looking for specific stuff, you can always find it there. And uh, yeah, we'll say actually maybe we'll, we'll hold on the phrases for a little bit. But uh, don't be afraid to go up to the people working there. There's always one or two people at the front desk to help people out. Um, but just make sure you don't take pictures because they will get mad at you. <laughs> um, so, OK, that's Trader. That's that's like the, I would put that at the top of your list. You're going to spend more money there than than anywhere else. But we're going to step out of Trader, and we're going to continue walking down that main street, and we're going to stay on the left-hand side, and we're going to go basically all the way to the end of the strip. And uh, when you get to the end of the strip, you're going to notice, uh, one, there's going to be like an airsoft gun place, like an army uh, building in front of you, and uh, you're going to see a sign that says G-Front on it, which is an arcade shop. Uh, so you can go into the G-Front. I'm not a big fan of that place because... Uh, their selection is kind of hit and miss and their prices are kind of crazy. Um, but instead of going to the G front, instead, what we're going to do is once we cross the street and G fronts right in front of us, we're going to stay on that side of the street, but, uh, you're basically going to be walking, uh, away from Akihabara. There's only one way to go uh, on that street. So, um, you're going to be walking away, but don't go too far. You're going to pass a cafe. And then from there, you're going to see, a uh you might not even see the sign like it is so small and out of the way like i couldn't believe i found this like the first time i was ever in akihabara and i was i thought i was in heaven um it is uh, a place called friends and uh the only sign that you'll really see for it is a drawing of mario uh outside of the store on a small like chalkboard sign on the ground um and to get into there, you're just going to go up one flight of stairs, and there's going to be a little, usually uh, an, an old woman uh, working at the counter, but everything is super clean. Uh, the selection is usually fantastic, but by far, it has the best prices in Japan, or in Akihabara, I should say, for uh, retro games and uh I don't know. I don't know. Like, it seems like the, the woman is super nice and uh, Natsumi, you've always had a great time going and looking <laughs> through stuff in there, I guess. Um, so that is uh, Friends and that is probably going to be, might not be where you spend the most money, but you're going to find tons of great stuff in there and everything that I bought from there has been in fantastic condition uh, and uh, in really good stuff. And there's also a bunch of junk bins in there, like lots of Famicom games for a dollar, two dollars. Um, so you can look in there. And uh, just in terms of general tips, since we've finished with the retro shops, we're going to talk about one more arcade shop. But in terms of the retro shops, um, 
always look for multiple versions of one game because just for little things that are wrong with a the cart, they'll you know subtract a lot of money off the cost of it. So uh, you know, look through the shelf and see if you can find another version of whatever game you're looking for. You might find a cheaper copy, and it might just be because there's like a little scuff on the back of it. Um, nothing that you you really need to worry about. So that's friends, and if you want. Uh, whether it be PC Engine stuff, Super Famicom, Famicom, Mega Drive, uh, even Virtual Boy, uh, Virtual Boy, there's um, Neo Geo Pocket Color stuff there. Uh, just a great selection of stuff, even 32X stuff. Um, and even on the floor on top of that, uh, there are a bunch of Sega CD and um, there's, there's all kinds of uh, PlayStation and, and later generation stuff as well. Uh, all right, so we're going to leave friends and we're going to get uh, we're going to get back onto the main street, which you will be able to remember. It's not too far away. And then we're going to actually cross the street. We're going to go on the opposite street that we were on to come down all this way. And we're going to start walking back towards the train station. But you're going to make sure you keep looking up because you're going to look for a sign that is um, uh, Mac Japan. Uh, and if you've seen my picture on Twitter, um, that is... Like those are great guys. Like they're super polite, and they have a great selection of arcade boards and uh, Neo Geo games. So um, it, I think it's on the fifth floor of uh, of the uh, building. But uh, it's a really small shop. The people that work there are incredibly nice, and uh, they're totally um, like willing. If you just walk up to them and you say the name of something, they will help you out, or they'll at least say like no um, and things like that. So. Uh, besides all that stuff I mentioned, like those are the heavy hitters, but there are some other shops spread out through Akihabara, but they tend to not be very good in terms of selection and price, uh, and layout. Um, some are just really hard to get through, but if I had to make a list of the five stops that I would definitely make, it's book off, it's super potato, but we usually hit that up at the end. It's trader. It's Friends, and then it's Mac Japan. I would skip the G front for arcade stuff. Maybe go there at the end. Um, but those are really the five main places that you're going to want to go to if you go to Akihabara, and that's where you're going to be spending all your money. Uh, the only thing I will mention, uh, Friends does not accept credit cards. So bring cash. Um, everything else, everywhere else does. Uh, so that is just... Uh, that all right so okay we got all that out of the way we're gonna take uh, a quick break and now we got to we get to actually talk to natsumi and talk about uh some japanese phrases so uh we're gonna come back with that and a bunch of other tips when it comes to buying stuff in japan so stick around we we'll be back in a second if i can continue talking in my play Cacho on oh <laughs> all right so we're both big fans of uh game center cx uh our retro game challenge if you're in the united states but um 
we're going to be talking about some Japanese phrases that you're going to need if you want to go into these shops and not feel like you're on a different planet. Um, and this way you can ask questions and get help if you do need it. So um, Natsumi put together, excuse me, a great list of, of phrases that you can use. And what I'm going to do is, is basically kind of just toss it off to you and we're going to go down a list. And um, so which one is, uh, if, if you wanted to ask someone, like, do you have blank? What would you say? Oh, blah, blah, blah. What? Yeah, so you need that wa. So it's uh, like you would say, like I've done a bunch of like audio lessons for Japanese, and it'd be if you wanted to be like Shin, like when where's Shinjuku, you'd be like uh, Shinjuku wa akarimasuka or wa doko desu ka, but that would be like where is instead of do you have right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It sounds perfect. <laughs> I know I've I've done that lesson a lot. So, so could you also say like if I wanted to know where Super Mario Brothers did, could I could I say like Super Mario Wadoko Deska? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll add that one too. So you can use both those in case you forget or uh, if you don't want to keep using the same phrase with someone. Um, but that is going to be awesome. Like if you're in a store and you can't find what you're looking for, as long as you know the name of what it is and you can say like, uh, like Rockman wa akarimasuka, you can basically have someone say either hi, which is yes, or uh, uh, ie, which is no, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, wow. I still remember some of my Japanese. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so... That is going to be uh, a huge one for you. So make sure I, I'm going to put all this up on the website too for the show notes, so you can look it up. Uh, but these are just going to be so you can so you can start practicing. Say it with me, wa akarimaska, and you're going to say it afterwards right now, just like the Japanese wa, lessons. Wakarimaska. Yeah. See, now we're going, we're getting there. Um, and uh, like I said, another one would be like uh, if you wanted to say. Uh, final fight wa doko desu ka? You can say that too. Uh, so that is an easy one. Wa doko desu ka is easy yeah. for us to say. <laughs> wa doko desu ka? Is that easy for pro- you to pronounce it? Uh, maybe it's just because I heard it so many times on uh, the, the recording. Um, and for, cool. for me, it was like in terms of like finding a location. So you can use uh, wa doko desu ka in terms of find, like if you ever get lost and you want to know uh, like where the train station is, what would be, what would be the word for train station? Eki. Okay. Eki. So you could say like, Eki wa doko desu ka? Yeah. And they will tell you. And they'll at least point. If they just point towards the direction of the train station, you'll be fine. So <laughs> that's the thing I'm like most terrified of is getting lost and not being able to find the train station. Um, and there's also people in the train station that are there to help. If you ever want to say, uh, like, if you need to get back to Shinjuku, you can just say, like, Shinjuku wa doko desu ka? And then they'll usually just point to the train line um, and you're good to go. Or if you have a map of the train lines, uh, they'll just point to whichever, uh, like, train platform that it's on. 
Um, so this is a big one. This is an important one. And uh, I need to know, like, if, if you need to find a bathroom, because bathrooms are hard to find um, in Japan. So uh, what would be the word for a bathroom or, like, restroom? Toile. So it's like toilet for English. Mm-hmm. Toile. So you can say, Toile wa doko desu ka? But if, then, if you want to say really polite mm-hmm. Japanese, you can say ote arai for bathroom. See, this is another thing that you might need to worry about is that there are like ways to be more polite when speaking in Japanese. Um, and even we, we've talked about this in the past about when you like introduce yourself or, or if you say, how are you? Like, like I was always told, at least in the, the lessons, it was like, um, o genki desu ka? But no one says that, right? No. <laughs> That's like from 50 years ago. People would say, say like, o genki desu ka? I think, yeah, the my grandma's generation. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> so if you see any old people, you can say, uh, o genki desu ka? Um, <laughs> and that desu ka is going to be used a lot um, because you're going to say, like, kind of, Where is some like question? Like it's like ka, ka is always at the end of a, a phrase, is always going to be a question. That's why you're going to see it in uh, arimasuka and doko desu ka. And um, another one that you brought up uh, was if you needed to like show something, someone uh, show someone uh, a game or something and say, How much is it? How would you say that? So, blah blah blah, wa ikura desu ka? So, how much it? Is Yoshi's Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So everyone listening right now, you're going you're gonna to try that out. You're going to say, Yoshi's Island, Ikura Deska. Yeah, you need wa between uh, after the Yoshi's Island. Okay. So we're going to say, Yoshi's Island, wa Ikura Deska. Perfect. Wow. I could I could move to Japan today. Um, <laughs> and this is uh, something that I've heard about a lot is um, people asking for like discounts. Like if you buy a lot of, of games and I always, I always forget to do this because I'm not comfortable doing it. But I know from people out there, like it is almost it's like okay to negotiate, right? I think so, but I've never tried either. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this is like something that you would do more in Osaka or something like that. Um, oh yeah, like in a in a uh, like a like a shopping mart or a, <laughs> like a like if there's a bunch of carts outside or something like that. <laughs> um, so you can you can use that and and how would you say like uh, could you give me a discount or something like that? So, yasuku shite moraimasu ka. All right, so I'm going to try this one. I haven't, I haven't used this phrase before in my life. Yasuku shite moremasu ka? Yes. That's not bad. That's not bad for a first try. Um, so, okay, so we got, we, got a couple, we got a couple phrases for you. Um, that is, could you give me a discount? And just remember, all this stuff is going to be up on the website, too, if uh, the audio is um, not the best way for you to see this stuff or hear it, I should say. Um, and uh, another thing, just another pro tip, 
if you ever are asked like a question and you don't know how to respond, but like if you forget EA uh, as no or something like that, like I was always also told like you can just make an X motion with your arms. And uh, if you make like an X with your two arms, like they'll understand like it's no or no thank you. Um, how do you say no thank you, by the way? I think we like that word. Yeah, that's right. So, um, it, that's another one that if you get basic Japanese lessons, you'll hear a lot. Um, and of course, if you want to say thank you, it's um, arigato, but there's also like a more formal way of saying it, right? Yeah. Arigato. Uh, yeah. It sounds formal. Yeah. So, you can always use arigato or arigato gozaimasu. Um, to to say thank you, and I I always do like people like people will you'll notice if you go shopping in Japan people won't even like talk to the people at the register but you'll notice that the customer service is amazing and uh, when you talk to people uh, or if you see other people shopping they don't acknowledge it because they're just so used to it but if you're from the United States and you go to Japan and you have someone at the cash register who's basically like. It's all constantly saying thank you to you and giving you incredible customer service. And then, like, how could you just walk away? You have to say, arigato gozaimasu. And just, like, it's real quick. You can get in and out. And don't be afraid to say, like, arigato. Just as someone that is a guest in a country, I would recommend doing it. Hmm. You've been in the United States. How How is our customer service over here for our stores and our restaurants? I think that stuff... They uh, were really friendly and easy to talk to. That's, that, that's to a lie, place. but that's okay. <laughs> that's a lie. I mean, if you go, if, if you go into um, a 7-Eleven in the United States versus a 7-Eleven in Japan, it's completely different. Oh, really? Oh, it's, it's the worst. And it smells bad in the United States. It's all, all that bad stuff. It'll smell like fried food in 7-Eleven in Japan, so... <laughs> um, you can, you can do that. So let's, um, let's talk about uh, a couple tips, just last things, uh, before we wrap up that you can, that you can have for uh, retro game shopping. Like I said, if you don't care about getting a box, uh, loose carts are always going to be a lot cheaper. So look for those, um, go to, um, I would say probably almost always I would go to uh, shops that are outside of Akihabara if you can. Uh, like there's a shop in Koshigaya, which is like an hour and 10 minutes away, um, but it's where uh, my buddy Rob lives. And there's a small retro shop out there, and you can get like Super Famicoms like with two controllers and all the accessories for like $40. Games are super cheap. Um, selection's not always the best, but... If you can ever get outside, even going into like Shinjuku, there's a book off in there uh, that you can find some good deals at. I would try to get out of Akihabara at least once. And uh, I've heard great things about going to Kyoto and Osaka for um, picking up games as well. Uh, of course, Kyoto, the home of Nintendo, uh, there's lots of uh, used carts out there too. So I know I think that is... Um, I think that's it. I'm going to make sure I post a list of all this stuff on uh, backofmyplay.com for you guys. And this has been uh, one of those things I've been to do for a long time is just get some uh, information out there about retro shopping in Japan in case you want to go out there. But 
other than that, we'll probably be uh, we will probably be back uh, very soon with another episode talking about a specific game or it could be another interview. And uh, along with that, don't forget to support the show by going to that Patreon page, patreon.com slash back in my play. Just throwing like a buck or two per episode is gigantic. Uh, and would mean a lot if you enjoy the show. Also, you can support the show by going to iTunes and submitting a review on there. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash at Kevin or slash Kevin Larrabee, K-E-V-I-N-L-A-R-R-A-B-E-E. And of course, at back of my play. And Natsumi, you're on Twitter as well. Do you want people to follow you on Twitter? Sure. What's what's your Twitter again? At Mark K-O-N-A-T-S-U-0-8-5-6. Okay, I'll, I'll put that one in there too. So it's like... <laughs> I don't even know what that's from, but it's K-O-N-A-T-S-U-0856. A little bit of a crazy um, a crazy <laughs> Twitter handle, but you're also posting like fitness stuff on there um, and like Japanese life. So if you want to go mm-hmm. and follow Natsumi on there, you can do that. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it. So I thank you everyone for coming with us to Japan and getting on that long flight and just Thank going you. to Akihabara. <laughs> yeah, we just we got some food. We got some go-go curry, which is good. Um, we got a bunch of games. We got a suitcase full of games. And now uh-huh. we're going to be uh, we're going to go home and we're going to head back and do uh, I guess we're going to unpack and maybe hopefully uh, not go crazy into debt with all the money that we just spent. So uh, Natsumi, thank you so much for for taking the time to to come on and waking up early in japan to do this (laughs) thank you for letting me join all right everyone we'll see you next time take care and hear some more awesome music from games of our past take care bye